Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. For this, the January 25th episode, and today we're looking at numbers 131 through 133 of the Catechism. 5. Sacred Scripture and the Life of the Church. 131. And such is the force and power of the Word of God, that it can serve the Church as her support and vigour, and the children of the Church as strength for their faith, food for their soul, and a pure and lasting font of spiritual life. Hence, access to sacred scripture ought to be open wide to the Christian faithful. 132. Therefore, the study of the sacred page should be the very soul of sacred theology, the ministry of the word, to pastoral preaching, catechetics, and all forms of Christian instruction, among which the liturgical homily should hold pride of place, is healthily nourished and thrives in holiness through the word of Scripture. Paragraph 133. The Church forcefully and specifically exhorts all the Christian faithful to learn the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ by frequent reading of the divine scriptures. Ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. Very well, so today there was a short section that we were reading, although I do have the in brief in a minute, and um, it's just to show the importance of scripture. That today the church is really promoting scripture, that Catholics need to know the Bible. They need to celebrate the Bible. They need to listen to the Bible. They need to, to, to have these words penetrate their lives, that our life has to be modelled on the scripture. And this is extremely important. Now, it is true that for a certain time, the Bible was almost a sealed book. And that for basically from the Reformation until the uh, Second Vatican Council, scripture was seen somehow or other as being closed as being dangerous and um, this was an unfortunate consequence of the Reformation as I was saying before the Reformation was a bad situation that nobody came out better for and that it was uh, really um, a, a destruction of the church a splintering of the church and part of the destruction was that in the Catholic Church scripture was nearly lost it wasn't lost yes we had the Bible yes theologians and uh, and um, and priests still studied it, but that it was seen as being almost forbidden to have. So much so that, for example, some authors today claim that St. Therese of Lisieux, who was one of the greatest saints of the 19th century, the patron saint of the missions, they claim that she did not have access to a Bible. She definitely didn't own a Bible, but many scholars would claim today that in her convent she didn't have access to the full scripture. She came into contact with scripture through the liturgy, through the liturgy of the hours, through different prayer books, but she didn't actually have access to a whole Bible. And so this is something that was um, that, that was a, a pity, that was a tragedy. Now it is true that uh, there were many problems caused by people misinterpreting the Bible. That's why the last section that we were looking at the last few days are so clear as to how the scripture needs to be interpreted within the church and we can't, we shouldn't be finding radical new meanings in it, radical new teachings in it. 
You know, if I read the Bible and I kind of am inspired to say, wow, Neil, you're now the Pope, that we're going to get rid of Pope Francis and Neil is going to be the new Pope, we have to say that this is just absolutely crazy and wrong. But uh, there was a danger, and so the church has now overcome this danger and is now able, once again, to encourage all Catholics to look to Scripture. And so today we have this big invitation to get to know Scripture and this idea that the study of the sacred page should be at the very soul of sacred theology. That any time we're studying theology, we should start from Scripture. Scripture is the source. Scripture is the soul of our theology. And even this uh, quotation that many people have already heard from St. Jerome, ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. This is an important um, message for us. So we need to know the scripture so that we can know Christ. That this is the invitation being made to us. Know the scripture, know your Bible, so that you can meet Jesus. Not so that you can have some sort of a esoteric human knowledge. Not so that you can have I don't know what but so that you can meet Christ. Christ wants to meet us in the scripture. That many times we're wondering, what does God say to me? How do I have an answer for the situation that I'm living? What is the meaning for the suffering? What is, how can my life make sense? And oftentimes the answer comes through listening to the Bible, not as something magical, but through listening to the Bible, especially when it's proclaimed in the, in the church. That's why it says here that the, one of the best ways to teach the scripture is through the homily. Unfortunately, many times the sermon or the homily of the priest nearly seems to ignore scripture or is kind of trying to find something to say in spite of what the readings we just heard. But the scripture, but the homily has to be an interpretation of scripture, applying the, the word of God that we have heard to the lives of the people who are in the assembly. That's why Pope Francis asked for a homiletic directory to be prepared. And this homiletic directory teaches the priests or our permanent deacons, are um, on how to preach, giving them sections of the catechism to read for every Sunday of the year so that they can help prepare their homilies in a sound way that is teaching the true faith of the Catholic Church, teaching this faith so that we can meet Christ. The message of Scripture isn't always comfortable, but it is always life-giving. And sometimes we need somebody who respects us to tell us the truth. If you have some clothes and you're wondering how does it look, you don't ask a stranger how it looks on you, you ask a friend because the friend can be truthful and say, that looks terrible. And it's the same with scripture. Christ is our friend and sometimes he has to call us up. Sometimes he has to say, look, what you're doing is wrong. You need to change direction. Let me help you because that's the other thing. When scripture is proclaimed, there is also a grace there that can help us to live a different life, that can help us to change our ways, that can help us to convert that it can help us to turn back to the Lord, that sometimes the very words of Scripture can inspire us, the same way as when you speak with a loved one. When you're speaking with a loved one, what they say to you can make sense to you, that, that, that just through the, the music of their voice can mean so much. And it's very different to talk with somebody and read what they said on a, on a page. And the same thing, that God speaks to us through his Scripture, especially when it's proclaimed in the church. So now we'll continue with the in brief section for this uh, section on sacred scripture. In brief, 134. All sacred scripture is but one book, and this one book is Christ, because all divine scripture speaks of Christ, and all divine scripture is fulfilled in Christ. 135. 
The sacred scriptures contain the word of God, and because they are inspired, they are truly the word of God. 136. God is the author of sacred scripture. Because he inspired its human authors, he acts in them and by means of them. He thus gives assurance that their writings teach without error his saving truth. 137. Interpretation of the inspired scripture must be attentive above all to what God wants to reveal through the sacred authors for our salvation. What comes from the Spirit is not fully understood except by the Spirit's action. 138. The Church accepts and venerates as inspired the 46 books of the Old Testament and the 27 books of the New. 139. The four Gospels occupy a central place because Christ Jesus is their centre. 140. The unity of the two Testaments proceeds from the unity of God's plan and his revelation. The Old Testament prepares for the New, and the New Testament fulfills the Old. The two shed light on each other. Both are true word of God. 141. The Church has always venerated the divine scriptures as she venerated, as she venerated the body of the Lord. Both nourish and govern the whole Christian life. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So very good. So we'll pick it up again tomorrow. And tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 142 to 149. God bless.